0: Podcasting from the doing the most capital of the world by way of New York, New York via the internets. This is Bagels and Plantons, a podcast by, for, and showcasing every day, round the way, but always dope as fuck, multifaceted people of color doing the damn thing and doing it well.
1: Every week, we and our guests will be sharing the blueprint and the stories that explore the intersectionality of being black, brown, bothered, and unbothered while thriving and navigating their passions, spaces, and communities.
0: I'm your host, DJ E. Dehan, And I am your host, Christina Torres. And here we go. We're welcoming to the pod, Gabe Hernandez.
2: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for coming. I feel like we've we've learned so much about you in the past 30 seconds <laughs> that I feel like we have to share a little bit of it. So I was gonna introduce Gabe as Gabriel D. Hernandez. And then we went, all right, maybe Gabe D. Hernandez. Right. Just to find out that what?
2: <laughs> that that the D is fake And
1: I was like ex- Wait, excuse me <laughs> That was horrible delivery <laughs> Let's go back
2: It's a false D
1: It's a false D Yes Flag on the play Yes False yes. D But she Let's track back <laughs> D just said yeah, What so, does the
0: D stand for? Dummy, actually Because that's what I feel <laughs> like <laughs> Right now About to go real hard On the government name Come To find out it was a scam <laughs> That's cool
1: and that led into the Nigerian prince scam. It did. But it was, there's no Nigerians in that story, right, Josh? They're implied. They're implied. Okay.
2: <laughs> are implied.
1: He's like, no, no, they're there.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Nigeria. <laughs>
1: yeah. After that, clean that up. <laughs> yeah. Clean Big that ups. up. <laughs> Big ups, Nigeria. Big ups to the and the princes out there, especially one in, like a, in a lavender. A or is it like when lavender. it's like the stripes, and then it looks like one color? But if you come close, okay, all right, you look good, Brad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to say, <laughs> so Gabe, introduce yourself. Yeah, who are you? Well, you're fake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least the D. At least the I'm a charlatan.
0: <laughs> all right.
2: Yeah, I don't know what, like, where I'm from. Like,
0: yeah, where you're from, what you do, who I'm, you are.
2: I'm from Hoboken, New Jersey.
0: Jersey. Born and
2: raised.
1: If I'd known. Yeah.
2: No, if I, it's, I was you know. going to do
1: the Joe Buttons and my brain was like, I don't know right now. <laughs> Jersey's here. That's I it. feel
2: like I alternate between like repping Jersey real hard and just being like embarrassed. That too. Yeah, I, that. As I as felt you you that too. I felt that energy. As,
1: <laughs> as you should. That <laughs> you know I mean? like, like, was
2: fun. I just like vacillate between the two extremes mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. deep bridge and tunnel yeah. humiliation. And like, yeah, I'm from Jersey. Like any yeah. W
0: I had a conversation with a coworker about that. She was like, "Nah," but Newark is lit. I was like, "Okay."
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's stuff there. We could do that. I'll allow it. If, now, if you would have said Newark, I'd have been like, alright. But then you're like Hoboken. I was like, "But Hoboken no. used to be Trings. pretty gutter, though."
2: Hoboken yeah. has a strange history. I sort of caught it in 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 the middle of the transition where like it was starting to clean up, mm-hmm. but you know, like during my childhood, and now it's just a like.
1: It's like the part of New sanctuary. Jersey. A yeah, yeah. yuppie sanctuary, yeah. A yuppie sanctuary. It, it, it it's is. Foul. Yeah. It's foul. No, it is. It is.
2: It's like a baby Gap commercial. Just like top to bottom. It's yeah. <laughs> like a stroller park. It's 10
1: not 10 full on of. Gap. Not even outlet gap. Yeah. It's
2: baby, baby gap. Because no, yeah, you know
0: it's serious when it's baby gap. That means you come out the womb. <laughs> Yuppie.
2: Yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> My baby's too, and he has sunglasses.
0: Like that. Yeah. And they're cute. Like, and a sun hat. They're adorable. Yeah.
2: That's a problem. It's all like a really like <laughs> just, <laughs> It's
0: a real it's adorable just, mess. Just quality yeah. baby clothes. Yeah. Damn it. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's the worst. Oh goodness. So I, I met Gabe through a friend of mine who sent me your play. Which I then met people I knew. Shout out to Quave. Quave At the play, because it's a small world, and I felt like every person of color with a degree is only like two degrees of <laughs> separation from each other. For real. I'm so, learning that. Especially in your thing. world. Yeah. Because a lot of my friends don't have degrees. You know what uh... I'm saying?
1: So we don't have a lot. We don't have, you know, shout out to my friends who do. You did it, boo. But everyone else, not so much. And I'm like, oh man, when y'all go to college, like y'all know the same people.
0: It's because mm-hmm. there's only like five of us at each university. And so yeah. some of us grew up with each other. Some of us, you know, we just yeah, like link up. That's it. College graduate barbecue cookout. Yeah. That's that's how it is. We need support. You know, there would be <laughs> like we all we got. There would be six <laughs> people at my barbecue. <laughs> Not enough people there. So yeah. So when you did quarter quarter Rican, which was a dope play, I'm that laughing will be <laughs> that will be fully. Free to the public soon, right?
2: Yeah, I think at some point where I'm, I'm still figuring out scheduling with the theater, but uh, it's going to get like a two weekend run in the winter or early spring maybe at the okay. Puerto Rican Traveling Theater. So Cool, cool. Yeah, T- TBD. Work. And, and
1: BTW is not free.
2: Is it free? It's not not okay. Yeah, no, no.
0: People got to (laughs) eat. Yeah, I was
2: like, she said
1: free to the public. I said, no, no, no. no, Don't talk about that. Open Open
2: open open to (laughs) the public. Yes, (laughs) I was
1: like, offline. We're gonna fix that. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned not good with the email thing. Okay, we're gonna. I don't know. Maybe I'll fix that for you. Don't don't go out there. I appreciate it.
0: So yeah, so let's talk about how you even got into acting because what I saw on the stage was. Pure genius. Ah, uh, yeah. And just, Whoa, I love it, it. It was, and I'm, I'm a very harsh critic of things because I like to be intellectually kind of like stimulated. I like to laugh. I, like there were some like touching moments, but for someone who isn't Puerto Rican or of Spanish descent that I know of, because you know, or Puerto Rican, or Puerto Rican, <laughs> like it was something that, that I could still identify to and with. Plus, you know, fun fact, it is a one man show, so you're talking for oh. an hour change. Yeah, singing, rapping, talking. Oh, you the Hoboken, John Leguizamo?
2: Trying, trying, trying.
0: Yes,
1: (laughs) yes. I mean, I take Hoboken over Queens. You know how I feel about Queens. I don't know. I'm going to go to therapist about that. Damn, no, it's not true. I don't like Hoboken better than Queens. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about it, and I
0: was like, no, that's not true. So yeah, so let's talk about how you even got into acting.
2: Well, first of all, thank you so much for saying that. I I, I'm so glad you you enjoyed the show. I just started doing like you know my middle school. Plays when mm. I was like ten, you know. I was like in The Sound of Music as Lit. like a. That's a tough know, play to start like, off with. <laughs> you though, know, I was just that like my first show. That <laughs> was I was like I was, new like, new I was an apple. Yeah, for real.
0: <laughs> with the sound of music, it was like an elf for Christmas. <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> I'm sure I was in little like little kid shows too. But the first show I like remember being in was was my 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 middle school production of Sound of Music, and I just I just was hooked.
0: Wow. Yeah, I, cool. came,
2: I I came home. My mom had bought me the soundtrack.
0: Wow. And yeah, I like, uh, like
2: when the show, this. when it ended, like when, when we closed. Oh, okay. And I was like crying and I swore I was going to listen to <laughs> listen to Sound of Music every day for the rest of my life. That was like
1: his Hamilton. It was. <laughs> that was like his Hamilton. Sounds of music.
2: For real though. That, I mean, that... Julie Andrews did kill it. <laughs> She did. She did. <laughs> I tried to like, uh, <laughs> it wasn't quite. But yeah, so I just, you know, I just did my school plays and it kind of, you know, kind of, kind of took it from there.
0: Wow. Okay. So tell us about, <laughs> we went from The Sound of Music,
1: middle school, to Yale. <laughs> yes. I thought it was going to be some crazy story. You know what I'm saying? I just couldn't concentrate in school. You know how actors do? They'd be like, I was dyslexic. And they have like this crazy story. Like, damn, and now you win winning Oscars and shit. Good for you, boo. And like, nah, this- it was, and it was
0: like-, like, and then I went to Yale. <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, no, nah, I was actually good at my craft. He's so like, no, I, went- I actually, I went to school. I went
2: Ivy. You know, but actually, I, I didn't do theater at Yale. So I, really? I, that was that was when I was on theater hiatus. Because oh, I think I was afraid or I didn't think I could hang with the, you know, with the... Like, I didn't major and I didn't study drama in any formal way. I was just like, you know, I just like affirmative actions my way up into Yale. Like the normal way, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <you're laughs>
1: like just the like, normal way. Yeah, just like, the only way I know
2: how. Yeah, just like, you know... You know, got some A's in high school and shit. And they were like, oh, let's give this Puerto Rican guy, like, give uh, him a shot. Give him a shot. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. This is one of those. Who says uh, starter?
1: Starter person of color. Let's just go with it. Let's yeah. just feel it out.
2: We need, to, we know, we so need, need some, of, we need some ambiguous people throwing frisbees in the flyer, you know? Yeah. So, exactly. yeah for the website. Like that.
1: Playing with that ball? What's that thing
0: you play with your <laughs> oh, feet? Oh, hacky sack. <laughs> hacky sack. <See? laughs> That's that. Those Puerto, right Puerto
2: Ricans are pretty good at hacky sack, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. It was I. It
0: was I. You know,
2: there were, there were Yale. It's high. It's high. It's high. <laughs> take it or leave it. That's
0: the new brand thing. <laughs>
2: take pitch it. it or leave I'm it. Pitch it. Yeah, I'll take it or leave it. Yeah. You know, it gets it gets hyped because it's like you know, old and famous, and a lot of like senators and shit like went there. But so it's, it's dry. It's pretty. No, nah, I mean, there's a party scene. What? It's just you know, whatever. It's just like a private school, like any other private. So, school.
1: what'd you study there? I, not... I
2: studied Latin American studies. All right. Which was cool because they can you know they sent me to. Brazil for free. You know what I mean? I just like, Damn, yeah, fuck? yeah. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, that's the good thing about Yale. It's like, there's, lot of, there's a lot of <laughs> like money. I should have. Yeah. So I had to that,
1: do it myself and I had to pay for the books. You know? Yeah, yeah. No so, trip. So I had to fund <laughs> that trip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm still not sure about all my Latin American studies. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's like the best recommendation I can give for it is that okay. it's just, it's they're, right. they're rich. They're rich. So you just get up there and t- take that money and, You know, fund your your summers and then like get out of there. That's okay. you know what? That was like the smart.
1: I mean, the Puerto Rican and me, (laughs) which is a lot of it, was like, that's a smart move, Poppy.
0: (laughs) Definitely. I'm excited
1: about all of that. I was like, no, I didn't like school or whatever. I went traveling on their dimes. Like, get in, take money. I went to places, I drank beer. I was on the beach. I just went to different beaches and learned about my history. Thank you, Leo. Thank <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> yeah, Yo, straight up though, actually.
0: That's that was actually quite. Oh strange. wow! So then you went to Yale, did Latin American studies, had a a good time. Yeah, overall, right? Yeah,
2: some high highs, some some low, some low lows, lows. You know, okay. Yeah. Like,
0: Sounds like college. Yeah, yeah, one hundred
2: percent for sure.
0: So when did you get bit by the acting bug, or the creative bug? Because you do a lot. I mean, or like the official bug, because this yeah. is official. Like. I went. I was kind of scared. to have
1: a one man show. <laughs> like
2: you just go. <laughs> I mean, I've always <laughs> you're a grasshopper. And- that's funny. I mean, I, I've always the bu- the bug was always there, you know. So I I, I Yale. I was like making a lot of like really ignorant hip hop, and that's where I was channeling my my sort of creative energy regrettably often. <laughs> but you know, I had, like little theater projects here and there. You know, t- towards the end of college, uh, especially, and then into you know, I lived in New Haven for another few years afterwards, and I was doing like community theater and stuff. But the you know the the storytelling impulse was, was was always present, you know even even while I was te- you know so I was teaching I taught you know, in in middle schools and high schools throughout my throughout most of my twenties, but on the side I was always like trying to create and find find projects do you know do this play try to like bust into the voiceover world you know I was. Trying to get in, you know, doing some burlesque, you know, just getting weird, you know, like that. Yes, <laughs> let's go down
0: How about, that route. How about this burlesque. You, burlesque, you say?
2: Burlesque, indeed.
1: Hmm. While teaching at middle no, school?
2: No, that, that was actually post-teaching. That was. That was okay,
1: I was gonna say because if I was like at school, I'm not saying it's the same thing, but <laughs> I don't think burlesque would be my thing. So like, if I was a teacher and I went stripping, it's a strange. <laughs> and I got on the pole. It's a strange very, pairing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, you do what
1: you gotta do, Miss Torres? Oh, <laughs> hello, <laughs>
0: Brad. <laughs> But also, why are you here, Brad? But also, shouldn't you, <laughs> shouldn't you be shouldn't I know you be how much you make. I know what I know what homework you have. So please.
1: You want your son to pay? Sorry. And then I'd get fired because they'd be like, Miss Torres, is a stripper. I didn't know.
0: No. <laughs> no, we didn't know. <laughs> they'd be like, actually, Miss Torres, can you come down to the lobby? <laughs> come to the principal's office, Miss Torres. Thanks. That's what you would hear. Word. That's exactly. And those kids would be like, ooh.
1: But they knew. <laughs> they knew. They knew too. <laughs> they, were, they, they had like, an
0: inkling. They're like, it's because she's a stripper. They
1: like, <laughs> How do you know?
0: Snitches get stitches.
1: I taught, stores, them, yeah. Yeah, I taught them that from the gate. Although I taught no one that because this is an imaginary
0: scenario. <laughs> for the record. Yeah, for no the, the tr- record. No children were harmed oh. in the making of this story.
1: <laughs> no, I just have an imagination. Anyway, back to your burlesque stripper stuff. What's, what's happened in there? He's like, actually, it wasn't stripping. It was I more know, burlesque. I know, no, I know. No, you know what? Like, it's
2: stripping. You know what I mean? It's, it's <laughs> Thank stripping. You. Like, let's not, you know. I know what burlesque means. <laughs> yeah, like, just because, you know. Yeah, I, I don't like that. I don't like people when, when, when burlesquers say they're not strippers. Like, they're strippers. We're strippers. <laughs> it's it's a particular, a particular it's a genre It's a, a genre. You know, that it's more of like a theater It's theater stripping. show Theatric or whatever. Stripping
1: is hard enough. I mean, all right, but I like that. Go ahead.
2: Now, that was actually, you know, it's funny because I did get fired from teaching for totally unrelated reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I, I had told this. <laughs> I put a spin on it. <laughs> yeah, no, I got, I got fired from teaching because, I, you know, I caught beef with my principal over some ill racist shit. Mm. And, and, you know, wow. so, the, so the burlesque was my sort of like post-teaching sort <laughs> of like freedom shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what? Got like, it. I'm gonna do me a little bit and like get weird and, and, yeah. and you know. Take that, principal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know why. Sorry, go.
2: That was yeah. So I was like four. That was, so so in terms of like at the, the theater, like doing it for real, for real, like yeah. full time. You know, trying to like carve out a life as a a performing artist. That was that was like four years ago mm-hmm. that I got axed from my teaching job and like gave myself a year to like take the leap and you know see if I could you know be be an artist and and make teacher money basically. <laughs> yeah, I like, yeah. I like, I like, yeah. Okay. Could, think That's I make, like I wonder if I can make teacher money doing this. Turns out yes, because because teachers. Don't all right, but wouldn't you rather shit. make teacher money exactly. doing something yeah. you love? Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, That's so not that, bad. That was my goal.
1: Exactly. Talk about this voiceover thing, because this lady over here should really be doing that. I mean, we need multiple told. streams of income.
2: I agree. And she has okay. a
1: beautiful voice. Doesn't sound like the nanny, and I think <laughs> that she should do it.
2: Oh well, we should connect because because I, I have all sorts of. Okay. You know, tips and connections that paid. are not as interesting on air, probably. But.
0: Okay. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. I was like, here's like, 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 what you need to do. Like, do. we don't care about your individual <laughs> dreams, Deidre. <laughs> We're not here for you. We're here for nah, nah, to talk real, about like, this toothpaste. <laughs> That's that. Thanks, studio audience. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, funny. there's
2: there's money to be made for sure. Okay. Okay. It's a dope. And know. it's easy. And you can show up. You can show up looking like shit. You know, it's it, my kind of job. Go, yeah, it's, was the like, best. Yeah. it's the best. If you could talk and read, you can mm-hmm. you can do VO. <laughs> like Nailed. Yeah. Nailed. Yeah. Yes, I can those career, those girl. are the requirements.
0: All right. All right. Cool. Look at that, guys.
2: You're hired.
1: <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> All y'all. That's so
0: funny. <laughs> so Get that us, reading game up. <laughs> so tell us about the transition from not having a regular nine to five yeah. to then figuring it out for a year, because you also had other obligations at this time. I assume you weren't just you. By yourself, like if you had to rent. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> you had to sure. eat. Yeah, yeah, all of those things. I mean, I I was kind of well practiced. It was dormant; those skills were dormant. But I, mm-hmm. but I but I was well practiced in the the art of like, you know, scrapping and hustling and finding strange little side hustles to to you know. To piece together, you know, patchwork a, a living out of. So I kind of just like reactivated some of those, you know, because there had been a couple of years earlier in my twenties where where I was freelancing and you know we talked about Craigslist early, you know, <laughs> right before we started <laughs> recording. But you know, I was I was like a Craigslist master, you know. I, I had I had That's some it. of the dopest we, like, you know, odd jobs imaginable, you know. So I so I like I was like, all right, let's get right back into that sort of mentality mm-hmm. of like saying yes to shit, even if it the, you know pushes you and, and, yeah. and outside your comfort zone or, or whatever and yeah just trying to like map out the week. and you know I had one rich kid that I tutored nice full, full disclosure I wasn't He's ju- always, I wasn't always just, re- I wasn't just, rich I wasn't a total renegade yeah you know, right. I had a rich kid that's my cash cow that's my safety net it makes the art less scary you know what I mean yeah, So yeah. I was like, that was that was ready that was okay. locked and then it was about all right let me like you know yeah whatever, piece together the rest of the, the, the quilt.
1: I want to know what, what the oddest job is. I must know now.
2: I mean, there's like, I'm cho- I could choose like from a, a couple dozen strange jobs. But, but the one, the best one was when I was still in New Haven, actually. When I got fired, I got fired for the first time for my first teaching job for a similar reason.
0: <laughs> Catching no, okay. catch beef with
2: principals. I worked at a, a veterans hospital. In West Haven, Connecticut, that was funded by Yale University research, and I was the the healthy control. I was a research subject. I was the healthy control at a, a, at, a, at a schizophrenia lab. <laughs> wow! And we and they put THC into my arms intra, intravenously. The best job. <laughs> wow. I did this for six months. I get high on medical herb. And sit there, get paid a couple hundred bucks a day to sit there and play computer games. And, do like, and do like cognition oh, tasks okay. And, okay. and find motor skill, putting pegs in holes and touching colors on screens and repeating back lists of words from memory and all that. It'd be like a few hours every morning. And then you'd be free the rest of the afternoon, but you had to stay there because they wouldn't release you yeah, if you were they high. They
0: were like, we want to make sure like, that you're, you're not limp, exactly bitch, right yeah. So then
2: you just bring sandwiches and blankets and you just chill and nap and whatever. And that was, I did that like a couple times a week for like, you know, my 22nd year of life. Like that's what we I need was to up get to. get back on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was up to. That was yeah, in the, the center of section wow. of New Haven Craigslist.
1: That's I crazy. got like waitressing jobs
2: off of regular, yeah. yeah. like
1: bartending. You weren't being crazy. Those are always lit. I know I was not being creative I'm enough. telling you, it's the et cetera, et
2: cetera section. Is that, that, that's where you need to go. Shout out et cetera. to ECC. ECC guys. ECC. That's I where the can't. good stuff is.
1: All right. That is, I'm sorry. That's I'm looking that up.
2: I peaked early though. I was like ten years. You know, what I mean, the best job I'll ever have. Yeah, I
1: had, like, that makes right sense. Right out of
2: college. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, like everything else. Is
1: I was just, still getting high. I'm like, time. yeah, I'm, I'm straight to <laughs> For
2: free in a control. For free. Spot.
1: With <laughs> blankets plate. and sandwiches. And, and really <laughs> Yeah, and like,
2: boop.
0: Sound like boop. the perfect place to
2: get high. It was dope. It was dope. Literally, literally, it was literally, literally dope.
0: <laughs> it's literally the dope.
2: One time, one time, they usually they, the studies were all the same. You know, you got used to the same kind of questions and, and, and the same kind of tasks, you know, so you knew to, what to expect. Mm. And I did one that was a little bit different we and it was, stronger, it was stronger doses. So I was like, you know, especially like stoned. And I was like, oh, snap, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do these tasks today. You know what I mean? I was feeling like a little like paranoid or whatever. And then they came out. And put this contraption on my head. <laughs> oh, no, no! That no, was no. like kind of uncomfortable. And they, but they were explaining, like, look, it's gonna, you know, you're gonna forget it's there in a second. You know, what this is gonna do is measure the 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 frequency of, of your blinking. And I was like, all right. I never learned what they were learning from me, right? Like, yeah. We're not allowed to know. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool, cool. That's you know, whatever. And then I said, and they sit me down, and then they turn on Milo and Otis. Are You familiar with that movie? What
0: the fuck is that? It's a
2: movie about a pug and a little cat oh, that go on goodness. adventures. It's pretty beautiful. <laughs> it's not a cartoon. All right. It's, okay. I've like been
1: like, yo. But yeah.
2: <laughs> Anything and that, else? And that was the day. So you just watched- I was all here nervous And I was like, oh, damn, I'm going to have to answer these questions about, like, you know, about, about paranoia or okay. whatever, right? Like, you know, I'm, but I'm feeling paranoid, you know? So, but nope. That day was Milo Notice day. It was all about so blinking. was like, let, so let me get my blankie. All it was, was blinking. So I just sat there and blinked naturally. Just paid to blink. <laughs> just blinked naturally and watched this little pug. I'd be like, yo, let me get
1: the blankie. <laughs> let me get the snackies. i good, bro.
2: It was a fly job. I'm nostalgic. Wow. Still, still, still chasing so the dragon. Simpler, simpler <laughs> times. <Yeah.
0: laughs> Oh okay. my god, that's awesome! <laughs> so let's. So after that, I'm guessing the year worked for you because you're still in yeah, the space.
2: I'm in year four of the of the of the experiment.
0: Wow, we'll see how
2: long you know how long I can keep it you up. Ride
0: this train out. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Cool. So talk to me about how you got to the Puerto Rican theater.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a great question because it's a story that that's sort of near and dear to my heart. So my my pops is a retired community college professor. He taught at Osto's Community College in the South Bronx. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: And there's a theater in the Bronx called Pregones, Pregones Theater, that's very close. It's like basically catty corner from from Osto's campus. And my dad has been friends with the founders of this theater, Alba and Rosalba. They're a couple and they founded this theater back in the 70s and he's known them since then. And me and their daughter, Rosal, we like shared like a, a little chair or something. We're like six months apart. And, you know, okay, we, yeah, we, yeah. You know there was like a Moises, blunt, you know, basket that one of us had and then the other one had, you know, whatever. But I wasn't like in their lives like a ton, but there was like this shared history. And, you know, i had always like dreamed of, of working there, but I didn't really have my act together. And, you know, I hadn't like quite taken the leap or, or, or presented myself, you know, or, or tried to, to take advantage of, of that opportunity. Wasn't sure if it, was, if it was there for me. And then that summer that I got fired. And I was in a hole. I was incredibly depressed and angry and feeling like all sorts of like, you know, anti-racist, anti-racism kind of grief and rage. And I was like, yeah, I need to email Rosalba and see if like there's there's an opportunity for me there. Mm -hmm. And she's, you know, she travels a ton. She's, you know, she's hard to track down sometimes. She's like, she's a boss. She sits on a bunch of like national boards and Man. whatever. And so she was like, I would email her and get bounced back. And then she would email me back. Oh, Gabriel, I'm in Cali, California, but I'll get back to you when I, you know, whatever. So I like stayed on it. And then finally that, that fall, there was an opportunity to audition for a project. And that was my, my first entry point, you know, it was mm-hmm. a show in, in, in the fall of 2015 called The Marchers directed by Jorge Merced, the same, the same mm-hmm, cat who directed mm-hmm. Puerto Rican. That was my first like official step in terms of building the relationship wow, with that yeah. theater. But it felt good, like nepotism-wise. Mm-hmm. Like that was like, yo, <laughs> no, it was beautiful. It was like, like it, was we like, can it do worked. Nepotism, out. Yeah, watch me like, son. Yeah, like you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, <laughs> like Puerto that. Ricans can take care of each other. There like I can I can milk a family connection. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there you go. like with the
1: best of them. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it, yeah. It, felt, it
2: felt like a dope landing spot, a very soft landing spot yeah. coming out of the 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 traumas of of you know trying to like. Fight this race war in this like crappy little private school. It was like you know I was able to insulate myself in a in a community of like brown queer artists and yeah. and just like straight up zip, you know zip up the tent. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just Be like, yeah, we're gonna Get do a home. thing. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. like take care of ourselves a little bit. So I, I owe them a lot because I was bringing that anger home.
0: You yeah. know, that shit was infecting 100%. my
2: relationship. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've been I've been good. I've been in a really good place since then, pretty much.
1: It was beautiful. Awesome. You had the the sight or the foresight to be like, no, I got to get out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, because some people would have just a lot of artists. It's really easy to sit in mm-hmm. your like yeah. little bubble of angst and anxiety, and you're just like in your head alone. You're for like, real, nah, I got this. This is the like. In retrospect, it was the best answer to like what had happened.
2: Yeah, it was. You're
1: like, you know what? what am I reaching for, to these people for, Boop, right? This yeah. family right here. Yeah. All this, this has been. This yeah. is for me. I'm sure. Yeah. And that's a lot of times like people just don't think or they think they're burdening someone or they're just like, yeah, I don't know if I should do that. Like, I need to do it myself. Like, OK, well, if you have that there for you, I mean, Once it's a beautiful thing. It it's themselves. such a beautiful sure, story
2: to recognize, you know, recognizing lifelines and grabbing them. You know, that,
0: they're there. You just got to open your eyes. Yeah. you know? That's cool. dope. That's dope. So Pregones.
2: So Pregones is the theater in the, in the Bronx and the Puerto Rican Traveling Theater is, is the theater in Manhattan. That, that we met at, mm-hmm. and they they merged officially semi-recently. I, I should know the, the the year, like within the last like four or five years, you know, they were always sort of like sister theaters, but now, you know, they're officially, so it's like one one theater, two stages,
0: basically. Got you, got okay. you, got you. Sweet. That's cool. So and tell us more about Puerto Rican, because I didn't watch it. Oh, I'm so sad you missed it. it I was so sad I missed it, I had it no it too. idea what to like, so you know, I was like, okay, it's a one-man show. That was supposed to be my
1: my like birthday, like the after- so the birthday part is not my birthday. So she did to show up my birthday. And it was for you. I was like, I know. I was like, damn. But yeah, you know, there was a lot to clean up and stuff. And I was like, I can't leave my family like that. <laughs> <laughs> like just be like, I right, no. <laughs> Take care of this.
2: <laughs>
1: you know, I, I mean I could have, but I I would have like I'd still be hearing about it. You know, mm-hmm. so I was like,
2: Nah, no, I, I hear you. <sighs> you made the right call.
1: I did. I did.
0: No, I didn't. I'm like, no, I didn't. (laughs) 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 No, but it's not the last showing. This was like a no. I'm gonna see like the.
1: the But I could have been like
0: yes before this. Before
1: he becomes like Wazamo. Before he becomes (laughs) Gabe D. Fernandez. (laughs) (laughs) I could have been like yes. I went to the you know.
2: I'll send you the link that if, if you're interested of, yes. of, of, of the, the, the show that you went to the Saturday yes. evening. Oh,
0: I, had I known it. that was an option?
2: Well, mm. it's, it was private. It's a private Vimeo link, yo. True. Not, not everybody could get it.
0: All right. That's true. Which means listeners, you're not going to get it. You're not no. going to get it, yo. No. Y- y'all Sorry, have to pay. you got to go to the show. Bye. But I'm going to see it. But it, is, <laughs> <laughs> but it is worth it. I will say that. So what struck me, there's a lot of things that struck me about the show, right? So first of all, one man show. And I was like, all right, he's just going to be, you know, monologuing the entire time. It'll be similar to the vagina monologues and it'll be cool. It was not. So you were singing, you were, I don't know if you call it two-stepping, there was acting. <laughs> Damn. There was, what? There was, it was a lot of a little two-stepping, not quite like, Wait. you know, Broadway dance, but there was a little two-stepping going on. He wasn't on. doing it was the, not, it wasn't the capable of.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that that be, was me maxing out my dance uh, <laughs>
0: abilities. Yeah, so there was rapping, but then you were also doing a lot of the musical productions with your partner, whose name I can't remember. Gabo, Gabo Lugo. Gabo, yes live. So you were actually like creating there was creation of beats and then you rhyming on top of the beats. What? live. Oh, I'm telling you it was crazy.
2: Because Gabo's a genius. That 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 was, you know, the looping and the yes, you know, the sort yes. of layering and the building of the beat sort of from scratch. Like mm-hmm. that's, you know, I tip my cap to him. That dude is a monster. So, so now I need a synopsis. Was,
0: yeah, so there was that aspect, but okay. tell us a little bit, without like sharing too much, tell us a little bit about how you got to Puerto Rican.
2: So the like the seed of the piece, you know, was was born pr- probably. I mean, in my teen years, just feeling all sorts of uh, self consciousness around being mixed or, or mm-hmm. whatever, feeling like I needed to like overperform the the, the Puerto Rican half. You know, my mom's Jewish and my, my dad's from the island, feeling like I had to like come real correct with my Puerto Ricanness, you know, so that I would be authentic or whatever. That mm-hmm. You know, those sort of like, you know, teenage fears of like not being legit or whatever. And then reflecting back on those years as I continue to come into my own throughout my 20s and, and early 30s and thinking about my identity and what was important and what was, you know, what mattered to me in terms of how I saw myself how people saw me and just feeling like a little like kind of laughing at previous versions of myself Mm -hmm. but also acknowledging that you know that that's that's natural and that's real, you know that that those are those kind of organic whatever but then being in a a a mixed relationship my wife is is white and like super white (laughs) like I'm talking this, this is this is in the show a little bit but like Mayflower white. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like Rhode Island pilgrim <laughs>
0: You know what I'm saying? Like that.
2: So that that particular kind Can't of whiteness. No <laughs> for real, for real. And okay. and that so that mixedness in my in my relationship, you know, throughout, and we've been together forever. We met in college. You know, so that that and and that mixedness uh, in our couplehood, you know, provided lots of fodder for 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 humor, you know, yeah. just on an informal basis and we leaned into that and we always really enjoyed like talking about it and shitting on each other and whatever. It's important. It is.
1: It's important in a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> in a union. Yeah, For we, sure. Having the openness to shit on each other. Yeah, you
2: that's know? critical. Yeah. yeah. And then so then the next layer was when we had this kid, my son. <laughs> we had this kid. <laughs> we had this kid. <laughs> this thing, you know, this
1: guy this, showed up. Yeah, you know, this oh, creature.
2: <laughs> this stork came to our crib, <laughs> <laughs> delivered this child. And it was half
1: white and half Puerto Rican. It was but crazy. But it's
2: it three quarters. Three quarters.
1: You know what? So you know how issue. I feel like? That's what, when you said Jew and Puerto Rican, I was like, hmm. I, I was like, that seems all right. And it was like, Plymouth Rock. And I was like,
0: hmm. Are we in the, you know, danger zone? the Jews? Have been,
1: you know, like the Jews have been oppressed. So I kind of feel like. Uh. The, Okay, got you. Got it's an good oppressed time. group. Right, yeah, moving yeah, yeah. on, makes sense. You got the same That's hair. Funny. My mother calls me hoodie all the time because uh-huh. I'm pale and, <laughs> and tall and, so and, ch- and cheap. <laughs> cheap. Yeah. That's what she says. That's not what I said. She was born in the fifties. Okay, <laughs> we can't control our parents. Yeah. We can't. She we can't. was saying some wow stuff. Anyway,
2: so then <laughs> thinking about yo, this kid. Is gonna be is he exists now. But before he was, you know, when he was on the verge of existing, I was like, yo, my kid is gonna be a quarter Puerto Rican. Is that enough mm. to claim it for him? Like, is that Puerto Rican enough for me to raise him that way and instill s- certain values and teach him traditions? And I think so. I think so, right? But yeah, but I wasn't sure. Right. Especially because it's not, you know, what I mean, my half, my halfiness sort of Precludes me from from having from understanding the full experience of you know a one hundred percent Puerto Rican person. Obviously, it's just mathematically, right? But you know, yeah. in terms of access to to language, to you know, to t- total fluency or, or or whatever, you know, being New Yorkian on top of that, you know, what I mean, all of those sort of complicating factors. But like, yo, like, is twenty five percent enough? And if it is, do I uh, can I teach him? Mm. Do I uh, do I know enough?
0: Yeah. Do I
2: have enough access and ownership and 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 facility with those important Puerto Rican things, benchmarks, rights yeah. to instill in him a sense of, of Puerto Ricanness that he can sort of hang his hat on or whatever. So the show was born from that and just trying to like explore, you know, in, in, in a comedic way, hopefully, you know, with some music and whatever. Just like what it means to be Puerto Rican at all, what, what it means to, to, to then teach Puerto rican this Can it be, you know what I mean? If yeah. you're trying to teach it, have you already lost? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like real Puerto Ricans just grow up steeped in Puerto rican like, just, they don't have, they don't have, Puerto they don't have some mixed cat being like, okay, like, here's what we're going to do next. You know, <laughs> say, like, they just grow up in Did a Did you just
1: get a Puerto Rican consultant? Right? Like, Is he about to teach us to be Puerto like, Rican?
2: Like, yes. am I already, like, uh, it's a losing battle that I'm already sitting here thinking about, like, all right, here's what we're going to have yeah. to do. To, we could have like,
1: called Willie <laughs> from the corner to come and succumbed. Exactly,
2: to right? You know, that's so, an
1: interesting dynamic. I'm a hundred percent Puerto Rican. Like, a hundred percent. Yeah. And this is usually how I talk. Like, there's no, (laughs) (laughs) there's no. (laughs) And I don't speak the language. So it was very rough for me growing up and mostly in my head. But it was also like subliminally like, oh, you're not Latina enough. But like, as I was like, all right, fine. I don't like it anyway. Like, you know, I had to like pretend like this is not something I want to be. Because if you feel like I'm not Puerto Rican enough. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like. You know, you get into history, you get into reading, you're like while you're trying to figure out who you are and who everybody else is, you know, you learn some fun facts like no, I don't have to speak my colonizers language That's right. because Puerto Rican, the, the, the language there before was probably something really beautiful. I don't know, but not not Spanish or English. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, how are you going to tell me? And it's just like I think it's becoming easier now because of this whole latinx movement and there might be people feel differently about just that in general i feel a little weird about it because it ends up being white passing like a white passing Mm. Mm. you know like it still is kind of really colorist in certain circles like people who even like made the turn up not really sure like where people fall in that term either but at least the movement is just like you know when i i would just avoid really latina like experiences i'd be like i don't speak spanish I don't particularly care to salsa dance. It takes a lot of like alcohol for that to be like a thing for me.
2: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: You know, I love Puerto Rican food and I, you know, I speak Spanglish. Uh-huh. And so it was just like this whole like, yeah, but I am like there is no, I don't need to like, there's not like the superior Puerto Rican-ness and like a black belt in for Puerto sure. Rican. For sure. <laughs> <Black>
0: belt,
1: <laughs> And, yeah, and right? it's just an interesting dynamic. I grew up in this neighborhood. So I was very like. Oh, not white, you made that clear. <laughs> but yeah. I'm also like they don't watch
2: it. They don't watch it. Yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're, you're, you're not allowed. <laughs> That's it. That. Yeah, you know. But I'm like
1: a start. But I'm. I ended up feeling sometimes mm-hmm. that like I was like the like a starter minority friend. Like mm-hmm. you know what oh. I mean. Like she, if you want to like dip your toe into the ethnic <laughs> the ethnicness. You wanna see how the other
0: the other people live.
1: So i with Christina. Close she's the up. she's the safe Puerto Rican. <laughs> <That's the safe. laughs> what what does that mean, guys? So I always felt like that. And even maybe I just projected that onto myself. Like I was just like, all right, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's just this very interesting dynamic. So like my son's father is Jamaican. And he's like, Are you gonna speak, teach him Spanish? I was like, Why? I don't know Spanish. How would you like me to teach him mm. something I don't know how to do? That's stupid. <laughs> like, like
0: we'll get him a Spanish tutor.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'ma teach you how to build this car. Do you know how to build a car? Nope. <laughs> nope. But we're gonna Google it. <laughs> I'ma get some flashcards.
2: Yeah, <laughs> YouTube tutorial.
1: Yeah. So it's just I think that's that's so interesting. That even just know this full Puerto Rican person, whatever that may mean, uh-huh, uh-huh. because Tainos didn't last very long. They didn't. Is you know, eats ramen. And gets called a hudia all the time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, that means a Jewish woman. A Hasidic. Is, it doesn't matter. Just hudia is Jewish.
2: Hudia, yeah. It's just it's Jewish. You know, Jews of all kinds. Jews. Fit, fit under the umbrella.
1: Of hudia? Of okay. hudia. hudia. Yeah, of hudia. <laughs> all right, look at that. So just know. The more you I can know. Feel you do, do, do. I feel you understand. I feel your body quite pain. <laughs> <laughs> and I found really cute flashcards that have like slang. Puerto Rican body slang. Oh, really? And they're hilarious. Oh, that's And dope. it's a flang. It's you gotta, a talking you flang. Some links. It's it's. I'm a, It's a talking flang. It's a little. Um, <laughs> you a they call flang. it elephant ears in Puerto Rico, but the bacalaito. It's a little talking bacalaito. Oh, like'
2: They're doing dirty. It's like all
1: the fried foods. Like just <laughs> all the
2: fried foods.
1: But it's super cute. It looks like Blue's Clues and like fried Puerto Rican food <laughs> melded together.
2: <laughs> sign me up. That's and I was sign- like, I've
0: never heard these words. <laughs> I need
2: to get my hands on that.
0: Yeah. That's so interesting. It's, so I, it's not being of Puerto Rican descent. Yeah. Not being of Spanish descent at all. I think it also just told an immigrant story. So for example, I'm 100% Vincentian. So my parents are both from St. Vincent. Mm. And now I've married a Nigerian man. And so the question I always have about potential children is, how much of each culture will that child be? Mm. And will I be completely heartbroken if they're like, I'm Nigerian. I'm like, oh my God, you <laughs> killed me. Oh no. Brian's yeah. like, I'm cool with it. Yeah, he, he, he would be cool with it. But it's also just that passing on of traditions and cultures and the same feeling that you had growing up to a generation who is a little bit even further removed from where your parents or where your family's existence are from. So I was sitting yeah. there. I was like, "Oh, damn, that's emotional." That's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I was like, "This was funny until it wasn't, but it's funny again." So it was a good balance. Uh, of yeah, like, it makes you whatever makes you whatever, feel. Yeah, wherever you're from and whatever you're thinking of, it's not something that's only for a particular type or language speaking. There are some. There's some Spanish in it, and I didn't. It didn't. Prevent me from understanding the true message of it.
2: Word, I'm but, glad to hear that.
0: Yeah, which, which for me was very teacher knows a lot of idioms. I, I get by. <laughs> I get by, you know. And if nothing else, I'm like, oh okay, they're laughing, so ha <laughs> <laughs> it's okay.
2: <laughs> the Latinos in the audience are giving me permission, right, to laugh at them. right,
0: right. <laughs> so I'm just wondering because one of the things that you mentioned often and throughout the play were references to your wife, who helped a lot and stuff like that. Yeah,
2: how yeah, did yeah. you
0: even? Because to know that there was someone who is Plymouth Rock white uh-huh, uh-huh. contributed to this play,
2: yeah, mind blowing. <laughs> so <laughs> she's like, take your
1: that. He's like, yeah. take that. Shout guys.
2: out to your wife. Shout us indeed. Well, she—I mean, she's a unique white.
1: <laughs> oh, she's a Hannah.
2: She's not a, a not a, <laughs> right? not
1: a Becky <laughs> and not a Becky. Yeah,
2: she's got some insights that that most of her most of the people that grew up the way she grew up don't necessarily have. Many of them gleaned from from having. So a couple of like really close friends during formative years who were people of color, you know, mm-hmm. her, you know, a couple of her best friends from, from high school, and college. And then just many of them gleaned from just being like just extra sharp and extra like perceptive and extra humble as far as whiteness, her whiteness went. Mm-hmm. That's 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 like that's the issue I find. You know, I mean? I, 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 when I was like struggling with some of my colleagues and with my principal around issues of race. You know, one of the parallels that I tried to draw, you know, unsuccessfully, clearly, because, you know, I made just a bunch of enemies and, and then got fired. But <laughs> one, of, one of what was to like male privilege, my male privilege, when gender stuff comes up, the like the first job that I have is to just shut the hell up and like learn some shit from the woman or women who are who are equipped to teach me some shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And just like a, just humility, just like as a you know, in terms of from power, you know, from a power perspective, that that's my first job is to just like listen and learn. Right. You know, and so, so translating that to like the racial landscape, my wife, Rachel, what, what, you know, her instincts as a younger woman in, in, in brown spaces, or, or, or you know, in terms of the friendship she made, or, or, or dating me or whatever, were, you know, when it came to whiteness, she wasn't, she wasn't one of those precious, you know, why is this my fault? Like, you know, my parents didn't own slaves, you know, she was, you know, what I mean, yeah. she was the, the exact opposite of that, you know, what I mean, just like model. Like ally kind of instincts before, like you know, the internet was even, even talking about right. what, how to do that. So that's super dope and lucky for me because she helped me create this show. Yeah, yeah. Both by living the life with me, but mm-hmm. also because she was my ghostwriter and like you know wrote like like half of the half the song. Yeah, she um, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: she did. Yeah,
2: because she's <laughs> so, a, yeah, she's my secret weapon. So
1: she's a she happens to be white. Exactly. Yes, That's that's the difference. Yes,
2: yeah, yes, that, that is.
1: And she's very aware yeah. of what
0: her whiteness means. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. And she's like, I'll help you write this shit because it's going to be funny. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Probably,
0: she's probably like, you're not going in enough. You need to go in a little bit more. I need it to be a little bit slightly more offensive. I
2: don't no, even feel a glean like,
1: of, of, of like uncomfortableness. So, I need you to take it there. You need to make me feel uncomfortable. Oh, a, there it goes.
2: <laughs> there's a moment in the show where, where the, the, this character, this dad is thinking, is reflecting on, on the early months and years of his interracial you know, relationship, and, and showing up in Rhode Island for like thanksgiving and shit. and just being at like liberal white Thanksgiving and hearing, hearing all these like, you know, people sitting around the table talking about what they're thankful for on land their ancestors stole <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. and, and just and just dealing with that horror like what the fuck is this how did I get myself into this shit how, how is this like you know this comes with the, the territory of, of, of dating someone from this place or whatever so this you know the character sort of remembers that sort those sort of early moments and my wife Rachel wrote the the rap that accompanied that moment just and poppin'. it's vicious it's like the most it's, no, it's like yeah. a vicious Takedown of like New England white liberalism mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving like mythologizing. It's, it's like ether. It's really like what? It's no, it's,
0: <laughs> it's crazy. No, like so. And she's it, the one. And like she's ether. the one that
2: penned so it. Like,
1: <laughs> no, it's it's so yeah. it's John Leguizamo and Miss Maisel,
0: right? Yes. <laughs> oh my God, you're yes. <laughs> a
1: That's
0: it. I'm gonna be his manager. We have things to do. <laughs> it is that's so. I think it's it's a very. I'm definitely someone who. I know what I know, and I, you have to go see this show. Like, it's such an authentic show, and it's, it's told so well that you don't even realize an hour passes by. You kind of end the story with, you're like, oh, I'm like a, a viewer of, like, the entirety of that relationship, the entirety of that storyline, which I think was really interesting and just really fulfilling for me, not knowing you at all and not knowing what I was really walking into other than, like, a little blurb on an email. It was, a, it was a good journey. Ah, uh,
2: yo. Thank you yeah. so much.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. definitely, definitely see that. So what are we, how are we doing? Oh, I guess we should kind of move to
1: our rapid, not so rapid questions. Yeah, we
0: don't, they're not, they're not rapid.
2: They're not rapid. I
1: don't think we should call them rapid
0: anymore. <laughs> mm. I got
1: nervous. They're moderately paced. <laughs> <laughs> they're good.
0: So we're going to go to the moderately paced <laughs> question section. All right. We got to work on that. Right, there. just to keep it a little bit light, although we've we've kept this l- very no, light. No, he's good at we've what he does. Light. There's a bit Because you know me, I go dark fast. <laughs> and you're like, come back up, come back up. <laughs> so we are bagels and plantains, so food is very important to us. So if you were a food, what food would you be?
2: It's funny because, you know, my MC name is MC <laughs> Platano.
1: That's hilarious. <laughs>
2: but I can't say... Platano, because it's taken by. Think the of like a platano name.
1: dish that you like, like the most. Like uh, I would, know. I
2: would, I would be, I would be un mofongo relleno de de pollo. I would be oh, a nice wow. a mofongo. Yeah, oh. just a classic sandcastle of of uh, savory, savory Rican goodness.
0: Yeah,
1: that sounds delicious. That's so funny. I was like, oh, now he appreciates our name now. Yeah, yeah. I do.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm this, this this name is for me. Y'all, y'all wrote this name for me. <laughs> we did. I'm half Jewish, half Puerto Rican. We,
1: <laughs> we, we can take it back. We can take house. it back to the 1930s. <laughs> yes. If you want to do a one-man show on our podcast, <laughs> you know how the radio shows? Yep. I would love to hear something like that. Real All right, millennial this, style. Story. Yeah, right? This is Bagels and Plotters. And that would is. be amazing. All right,
0: Mofongo. Mofongo. Yeah. This made me hungry. Mm-hmm. Me too.
2: <laughs> it's it's lunchtime.
0: It is. It is. All right. So where is your favorite place to be creative?
2: My favorite place to be creative is probably on walks, specifically walks with my wife when we're high. (laughs) (laughs) But that that, I feel like we get a lot of car car rides work too. I want to be the third, but I'm a walker. I'm a walker. I don't even have a driver's license. Like when we, when we, what
1: we were separated at birth. Yeah,
2: we were. That's, that's that question. I would like to clear. be the
1: third wheel in your relationship. <laughs> yeah, Yo, I can welcome. babysit. I have a child around the same age. Let's get it. He's Jamaican and Puerto Rican. He can show him the way. Not really. Nah, Not he, really. he doesn't can. know. Yeah, he, <laughs> he doesn't. He can't. He can. Doesn't know yet. He said, "I'm so disappointed today," and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "He's like, what
0: am I gonna do with
2: this that's one?" Amazing. I
1: need a second coffee, please. <laughs> I love that. I'm glad.
2: But yeah, I feel like we get we get cooking when we're you know when we got like like forty five minutes of like. Walking to to do and 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 we just start firing things off each other and brainstorming and whatever.
0: Okay, shout out um, to Rachel once yeah, again. Definitely. And, Na- and walks. You didn't actually say nature walks. I just kind of inserted that. For you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: that's <laughs> yeah, that's what nah. my son would call this it. This is yeah. like the opposite of nature walks. This is like you know Jersey City <laughs> hood, hood walks. <laughs>
0: this, this, is this is PJ
2: walks.
0: Is, yeah, is, <laughs> <laughs> We're doing PJ
2: walks. This is oh trapes and. That's why it's forty five minutes. We just.
0: Just take a, take a lap <laughs> yeah. around the perimeter. That's what we're doing. Sometimes we go different ways. We want people to catch on to us. Listen, you got to switch it up sometimes. Yeah, especially for 45 minutes. <laughs> don't want to get got. Like, oh, this is there every Thursday. Mm. I got you. All right. So then describe yourself in one word. Silly. Huh. Why silly? I
2: don't know.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> he's silly.
2: I just feel like that's, you know, I just have foolish Foolish instincts, you know, like okay. above all cl- clown, clowning.
0: Got, you, got had, you. You know, that was my, my silly. that
2: was my my goat. That was my default in elementary school, you know, when my brain wasn't even formed. <laughs> well, yet and, gets you
0: a long and, way. And
2: nothing nothing really has changed since then.
0: Got it. Got it. Got it. OK, so if there's one thing that you want the BNP listeners to know about you, what would that be? And it could be anything. We've had we've had true confessions.
2: Oh, snap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had someone say they hate bananas.
2: But bananas are so I know. We, we
0: discuss, it, was
1: it was a
2: texture. There was like a
1: breath banana thing. It was it an was experience. Weird. Mm-hmm.
0: Like I, I by the end of the explanation,
1: yeah, I it's it's a trauma. I had
2: a it's banana. It's a banana not, trauma. Not Ninety minutes ago I had a banana. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Sounds that was about my, right. That was my end of subway trip. You, you know, need a reward, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> banana. <laughs> One thing that I would want BNP listeners to know about me. I'd want them to know that come see your show. That now be well, definitely come see the show. <laughs> I, I would want them to know that that you can transcend rage and turn it into something productive. I haven't completely finished that journey, mm-hmm. so I'm not speaking to to y'all from the from the finish line of that. But I'm you know I'm on that that path that and and you could still have righteous angry you know feelings. But, that you know, in terms of that sort of, like, all-consuming, poisonous shit, mm-hmm. you know, which used to be one of the, the, you know, one of the defining features of my, like, inner life, that that, you know, that, that, you, can, that, they, that you can work on that. That doesn't have You don't have to just sort of accept that shit as, like, well, you know, is this is who I am or yep. whatever.
0: Sweet. Wow, that was awful. All right. I agree. I, I mean, I completely agree.
1: I mean, that's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well turn this something thank you for tuning in to bagels and plantains with your girls deidra and christina if you like the flavor we're kicking in your ear and want to know more about upcoming guests follow us on the gram at bagels and plantains if you want to show us even more love then don't forget to leave us a review on itunes or drop a little of that coin into the support bucket at our patreon link below in our show notes so we can keep bringing you the latest and the greatest thank you again for tuning in